Engaging presentations on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. Friends, welcome. I'm pro-life leader Frank Pavone, National Director of Priests for Life, the largest ministry in the church focused on ending abortion. And we are ready to pray together now and have our daily scripture reflection. It's a joy to be with you, and uh, you will uh, see elsewhere in some of my other postings today uh, some separate reactions to uh, the Ohio situation. We'll deal with that separately. But now we want to pray here about the, uh, about the uh, scriptures and what we have uh, the Lord to tell us here in our readings today. So let's put ourselves in His presence and ask His grace. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Father, we thank You and praise You for this day, another opportunity to defend Your gift of life. We thank You and praise You for the encouragement we receive from one another. We thank You for the gift of repentance which we embrace each day uh, and ask to be purified of our sins. Your Word says, that you cast our sins into the depths of the sea. That's, Lord God, that's where we want them to be. Nowhere near us, nowhere at all dragging us down, certainly nowhere to be repeated. Keep our sins, Lord God, in the depths of the sea and in the, in the empty tomb because we are risen with you. We have died with you. We are also risen with you. We have a new life. Help us to embrace that new life every day and witness to others about it. Bless our consideration now of your holy word, and bless all who come to you. We pray through Christ our Lord. Amen. Today's reading is from the book of Numbers. The Lord said to Moses in the desert of Paran, Send men to reconnoiter the land of Canaan, which I am giving the children of Israel. You shall send one man from each ancestral tribe, all of them princes. After reconnoitering the land for forty days, they returned, met Moses and Aaron and the whole congregation of the children of Israel in the desert of Paran at Kadesh, made a report to them all, and showed the fruit of the country to the whole congregation. They told Moses, We went into the land to which you sent us. It does indeed flow with milk and honey, and here is its fruit. However, the people who are living in the land are fierce, and the towns are fortified and very strong. Besides, we saw descendants of the Anakim there. Amalekites live in the region of the Negeb. Hittites, Jebusites, and Amorites dwell in the highlands, and Canaanites along the seacoast and the banks of the Jordan. Caleb, however, to quiet the people toward Moses, said, We ought to go up and seize the land, for we can certainly do so. But the men who had gone up with him said, We cannot attack these people. They are too strong for us. So they spread discouraging reports among the children of Israel about the land they had scouted, saying, The land that we explored is a country that consumes its inhabitants. And all the people we saw there are huge, veritable giants. The Anakim were a race of giants. We felt like mere grasshoppers, and so must we have seemed to them. At this, the whole community broke out with loud cries 
and even in the night the people wailed. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron, How long will this wicked assembly grumble against me? I have heard the grumblings of the children of Israel against me. Tell them, By my life, says the Lord, I will do to you just what I have heard you say. Here in the desert shall your dead bodies fall. Forty days you spent in scouting the land. Forty years you shall suffer for your crimes, one year for each day. Thus you will realize what it means to oppose me. I, the Lord, have sworn to do this to all this wicked assembly that conspired against me. Here in the desert they shall die to the last man. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Numbers 13 and 14, we're going to go to the longer version of this. You know, friends, we sometimes say to the Lord, well, you know, we're good people. We didn't murder anybody, you know, we didn't steal from the bank. We're good people. But when God calls them wicked, what's the wickedness that he's talking about? You saw it here. The wickedness of not believing Him. The wickedness of not trusting Him. You know, here you had the situation of God promised them the land. And He says, now, okay, use your human ingenuity. Go there and scout it out and come back so that you know what you're facing when you enter. God wasn't going to give the, God gave them the land, but He wasn't going to give it to them on a silver platter, you know, where they didn't have to do anything. And this is always the case. God gives us gifts, but He expects us to do some work. He gives us victories. He expects us to do some work to achieve the victories. And um, the, uh, let me see here. I want to show you a, uh, a longer portion of this narrative to get, uh, to get, a, uh, to get an idea. Um, the Lord gave them a clue here when He gave them the, 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 the command to go in and scout out the land. Listen to this, right at the beginning of the reading. Go re reconnoiter the land which I am giving to the children of Israel. That, that should have been all they needed to hear. Look, if God is giving us the land, we can be completely confident that we can take it. God is giving it to us. The decision has already been made as far as whether we are going to successfully receive the land. Well, we may have to do some work, but He's giving it to us. He's telling us He's giving it to us. And you know, this is, this is like what we face in our lives all the time. We know that God has given us a victory in Jesus Christ over evil. We know He's given us a victory over death itself. We know that in all our sufferings, as Scripture tells us in so many ways, in so many places, we triumph through our sufferings. We know that the, the grief of this age and the persecutions we endure and the sufferings we have to deal with are nothing to be compared with the glory to be revealed in us. God is giving us the land. He's giving us victory over sin. He's giving us victory over death. He's giving us eternal life. He's giving it to us. And brothers and sisters, what do we end up doing? We end up being wicked in as much as we 
don't trust him. As we don't believe him. As we don't believe that we have the strength, the grace, the assurance of victory. We're involved in many battles. We're involved in the battle against the culture of death. And we hear the negative report. Now, Caleb and Joshua, they gave the positive report. Now, here's where I want to read a little bit of more of the passage that, that wasn't in the, the, the reading I just shared with you. Moses and Aaron fell on their faces before all the assembly of the congregation. And Joshua, son of Nun, and Caleb were among those who had spied out the land. They tore their clothes, and they said to all the congregation of the people of Israel, The, lo- the land which we passed through to spy it out is an exceedingly good land. If the Lord delights in us, now notice what he's saying here, He will bring us into this land and give it to us. Of course, he had already promised that. Either we take him at his word or we don't. A land, they went on to say, that flows with milk and honey. Only. Now notice this and let's apply it to our own lives, our own battles. Let's apply it to the land that we have to conquer. He said only. Do not rebel against the Lord. And do not fear the people of the land. For they are bred for us. Their protection is removed from them. The Lord is with us. Do not fear them. Now, we've got land to conquer. The first land we've got to conquer is ourselves. Our own heart. Our own bodies. Offer your bodies as a spiritual sacrifice to the Lord, Paul commands us. We are to conquer this land. Thy will be done on earth, this earth, my body, my life, my heart, my desires, my plans, my activities, my time, my struggles. Thy will be done on this earth as it is in heaven. We will conquer the land. You will conquer the land of your own heart. You will drive out the giants of temptation, doubt, despair, inclination to evil drive them out because the battle is the lord's you've got land to conquer in your families how many of you are parents trying to save your children from this corrupt generation trying to shield them from indoctrination and they they, they get in their schools or from their peers or from the uh, programs or social media that are wherever you will conquer the land Go forward. Yes, there are giants in the land. You will conquer it. We have land to conquer in the United States for the culture of life. We have land to conquer for the unborn. And we look and we see giants in the land. We see pro-abortion groups that have more money than we do. We see Planned Parenthood. We see corrupt politicians. We have a land to conquer for the culture of life. God's word here says, don't fear them. Don't fear them. Yes, we have to assess. God told them to assess the land. He also told them, I'm giving it to you. God tells us to assess our times right now. Assess the strength of the abortion industry. Assess their political strength. Assess the strength of your political opponents. But I'm giving you the land. So go in and fight with confidence. We have a land to conquer here in the United States of America. 
Conquer the land. You see the forces arrayed against you. Tyranny. No exaggeration to say. There is an assault of tyranny today. Go conquer the land. The Lord is with us. They may be giants, but God has removed His protection from them. He's removed it. His hand is on you. My friends, it's so bad when we doubt this. You know, we have to grieve. Jesus said, blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Well, we have to grieve in such a way that the, the evils of the world break our heart because people are offending God. But we have to grieve with hope. You know, in the face of death, Paul says to the Thessalonians, we grieve, but not like those who have no hope. There are two different ways to grieve. Grieve because evil is attacking good. But then there is a grief that we are not to have, and that's the kind of wailing that took place among the people because they were quick to believe the negative report. They were quick to believe those spies who said, oh, no, 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 we can't take the land. It's, much, these people here are much stronger than we are. And then there was a wailing that they underwent that they didn't have to undergo had they only trusted in the Lord. They didn't have to undergo that. And there's a lot of kind of, of, of grief that people have that they're not supposed to have. It's not the blessed kind of grieving. It's the despairing kind. And that offends God. Oh, I'm not wicked. I didn't kill anybody. I didn't rob a bank. Yeah, but did you, dis did you fail to trust God? Did you disbelieve Him? That's wickedness. And look how He punished it. The people were wailing and, and complaining, and oh, we're going to die here in the desert. And so God says, all right, you've just made a self-fulfilling prophecy. I'm going to punish you. That's why the desert journey took 40 years. It would have only had to take a couple of weeks. It took 40 years, and they didn't make it into the promised land, except the ones who trusted, the ones, Caleb and Joshua, who said their protection is gone the Lord's hand is with us. Yes, we can certainly. They had that conviction of faith. We can certainly take the land. Friends, that's the only way to go into these battles here. Whether it's the battle for the culture of life, the battle against abortion, the battle for America, the battle for our elections, the battle for our children, the battle against our own sins, we can take the land. Now, we must believe that. Don't displease the Lord by distrust. Please Him by absolute confidence. And again, that doesn't mean we sit back and do nothing. We work like crazy. We fight hard. We plan. We prepare. But we do so with complete confidence. You know, in Jesus Christ, as I always say, we're not just working for victory. We're working from victory. Victory is our starting point. He is risen. He has conquered sin and death. He is the truth that conquers falsehood. He is the light that conquers darkness. He's risen. He's with us. He's working through us. He is the victory for which we work, the victory which we already possess. So let's turn to Him in prayer. Father, we intercede today for all the needs of of your people. We intercede for those intentions, 
being shared in the comments. We intercede, Lord God, for the needs of our leaders. We pray for the leaders in the church and in the nation. Lord God, those that are on the wrong track, put them on the right track. And those that are on the right track, give them perseverance, strength, and the knowledge of our support. Bless all those that need healing, that need discernment, that need consolation. Bless us and strengthen us on our journey with you. And we pray now in the words that Jesus gave us, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. We pray to our Heavenly Mother, and we're in the Novena now for the Feast of the Assumption, which is coming up August 15th. And you can go to prayercampaign.org to see the prayer I've written there for the Assumption Novena. Let's pray. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Okay, friends, thank you. God bless you. Bring this message to others. Share this video as much as you can, and invite people to come to our daily scripture uh, reflections. It's always a joy to share them with you and to intercede for you. Our whole Priests for Life team is praying for you each day. We will talk to you again later. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.